0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk has bought Twitter, this is old news, and everyone is freaking out. That and more in this episode of the Quantum Consumer Podcast. So social media now is inundated with a tirade of people who seem to be standing up for what they would seem to be democracy and freedom by you know, deleting their and deactivating their Twitter accounts because Elon Musk has successfully purchased Twitter. And Elon Musk, from the start, was quite clear about what he wants to do with Twitter. He realized, just like most Americans, uh, of course, these people not being the ones who were primarily on Twitter, that Twitter plays a major role in the political landscape of the United States of America. We see now, we can acknowledge now, that the Hunter Biden laptop story was 100% real, and there's not three laptops. I think I I saw uh, something saying five laptops. But this was all during the midst of the election. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And this story was shut down in full force by the large media conglomerates. Twitter's not the only one who is guilty. You know, Facebook is guilty of this, as well as YouTube. And when the poll comes out, of if people knew about this Hunter Biden laptop story, would they have still voted for Biden? And the answer is a resounding no. Um, And when you tally up all these, you know, these these polling datas, uh, it would be enough to sway the election where Trump would have been reelected. So we sit here right now, we're looking at this, and we see that Twitter is now burning all of their records. They are destroying all of their records. They do not want it to be publicly available and for people to know just and just exactly what they were doing, all of these years with their platform, I mean, you know, f- for the most people, for the most part, everyone knew that Twitter was very much biased toward the towards democratic or liberal views. Everyone knew that, and everyone kinda knew that Twitter was silencing conservative viewpoints as well as conservative people. And we're seeing now the day that that Elon Musk bought Twitter. There was a huge uprising in conservative viewpoints. Um, I mean, mostly, like, you know, people who are conservative reporting that their daily increases in followers shoots up drastically, right? So that's what we're seeing now, and that's because Twitter is kind of scrambling last minute to kind of destroy anything they're doing. Elon Musk realistically should be clearing house, firing everybody there, Firing everybody, everybody, because all these people are going to subvert his major goals of bringing free speech back onto Twitter and everyone is losing their goddamn minds over this. I've never thought I'd live to see the day, you know, I've only been on this earth for two decades. I've never thought that there would be a time where the words that would be coming out of some people's mouths are have moderation and freedom in the same sentence and not in the same sentence as we need to have less moderation to have true freedom nothing like that it's we need to have more moderation so we can still have freedom and democracy yeah so apparently Elon Musk bringing back free speech to Twitter is going to jeopardize democracy in America and what does that necessarily mean well, the people who are spouting this horse shit um, are, of course, the political left, Democrats and liberals who know the power that Twitter has, hold- has held and no longer does. And their version of democracy is whenever they win. Whenever they win in elections, etc. cetera. That's, that's what they mean by democracy is at stake or democracy is at risk. That is what they mean. That's all they mean because there's no other rational standing to that there's no other rational standing saying like if you bring back free speech democracy is at jeopardy i mean that's kind of the whole thing about democracy right is the ability to free to speak freely about one's government or policies or you know political opponents that's kind of the idea of free speech um so yeah we kind of all of this stuff is coming out of the woodworks now we're starting to see their true intentions, right? It's not about freedom. It is not about protecting you. It is not about keeping America free. It is about controlling and it is about making sure that the narrative that is being pushed is the only one that's available. And it's super interesting. Um, Coincidental? I don't think so. I think it's very much um, apparent what's going on here. The, you know, The administration's response to Elon Musk buying Twitter, Um, you know, Biden has always been apparently looking out for big tech uh, or looking at big tech, you know, with a wary eye, um, as in, you know, got to be careful of big of big tech. Um, So that's, you know, we have to say that because, you know, it's not just because Elon Musk bought Twitter. Um and is going to make it a, a better place, ultimately, for free speech and actual discussions in this country. No, no, no. It's it's because he's always had this eye, right? It's always because of it. So, this has spurred the administration's new office uh, department. Um, people have coined it the Ministry of Truth uh, from... Uh, 1984, uh, which honestly, I I am not going to call it by any other name because that's pretty much what it is. It is 100 percent just that we have unelected officials, people who are not elected into these kinds of positions who are just appointed by the administration being deemed worthy of deciding what is true and untrue. Now, on on paper, it seems really nice. It's like, okay, well, I guess, quote unquote, misinformation or disinformation is a really big problem, I guess. So, um, you know, much like how it was a lot of misinformation was pushed around, you know. Trump being, uh, you know, a a racist being in cahoots with Russia or all these other things. You know, we want to that's what we're talking about, right? That's what we're talking about is that kind of misinformation or disinformation. No, no, no. That's probably not what we're going to see. And, you know, oh, well, it's just like the no, there's going to be like, you know, a government designated fact checker group. Hmm, Equally terrifying. That doesn't bode well for the united states people it doesn't because at the end of the day this is a government entity which is now going to be able to do who knows what yet whether or not they have enforcement abilities because they're part of the department of homeland security whether or not they're able to come to your house uh you know arrest you fine you for saying something that was not true but it was only the fact checker, third-party fact-checker standards of not true, where like it was missing some sort of context or whatever. Um, you know, like, oh, Hunter Biden lap stuff, sorry. Oh, missing context. Okay, that that kind of thing. You know, we we will see. We will see. But this is where we're at now. This is where we're at. We are seeing now that, and it's it's full-fledged now. Like there's no hiding it anymore. They are fully. Out in the open with this, that big tech and the government have been hip and hip and hip and shoulder and shoulder for years now. And the moment that there was some sort of political change, one of the, one of the major political uh, major social media outlets changes, i.e., Elon Musk and Twitter. Now we have to start cracking down on big tech. Now we have to start making information. Um, more more stringent. We have to have checkers on this stuff. We have to have government checkers. We have to have government-ordained checkers. A whole department of the government, of Homeland Security, being designated to go through people's Twitters and Facebooks and deeming them true and untrue. Now, who knows what kind of ramifications this has in the future? Who knows if people are going to be arrested or fined because they post a meme that was untrue see people people think that this is kind of there's like a line it's like no only for like particular posts and particular articles no 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 this is going to affect all information any type of information that's put out there unless it is strictly put on a meme that this is satire or this is a joke to not take this as as factual, whatever the heck. Congrats! Now you're gonna have to put on memes and everything on every bit of comedy because comedy is holding on. It's on life support now. Um, you're you're gonna have to put the watermarks of you know this is satire. This is satire. This is this is a joke. This is not true. Blah 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 blah. Do not arrest me. Do not come to my house and you know shoot my dog. This is the kind of stuff we're gonna have to do. Okay, it's not just gonna stop on. You no know, and. You can already kind of see this now as you're looking at this as, well, this is the response to what happening on Twitter, which is largely, largely small amounts of, you know, people, not many, not many major media sources, you know, just private consumers and stuff like that. So, okay, they're going to check their posts and if. If, you know, if Gerald down the street posts something that was incorrect, then he gets arrested. What is exactly the goal of this new Department of Homeland Security? What is their goal? It is very unclear. It is just, oh, Ministry of Truth. We are going to be fact-checking the living shit out of everything on the Internet. um, And that's going to be that. And you're going to like it. And you know Elon Musk also wants to get rid of bots on Twitter which is phenomenal because it ta- I believe it's going to take away a lot of the echo chamber that is involved with Twitter because for the longest time it's just been an echo tam- echo chamber uh, there's a one particular story of a a trans um, a trans person having what they believe to be 10,000 followers or something 10,000 10,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and when they start doing the bot scrubbing, they only had 90, nine, zero, nine, zero. And all this time they thought that they were looking at or speaking to thousands of people. And in reality, they were speaking to less than a hundred. So that's the kind of thing that the echo chamber is becoming a lot, lot smaller It's becoming a lot smaller, right? Which is good. We need to get rid of the bots on Twitter. We need to get rid of bots on a majority of the internet. You know, I get calls nonstop. I had to get an auto quote a year ago for a car, obviously, uh, for insurance, I believe it was. Yeah, car insurance. I I need a quote from car insurance. And by the way, don't ever, ever, ever just go online and, you know, and just type your name or your phone number into a web form, whatever, just get an auto quote, just don't do it, okay? I, I'm just telling you, avoid them in trouble. I know, kind of dumb, but when you're trying to get car insurance, you're trying to get it fast, I suppose, and I was stupid. So I have car insurance, you know, all is well and good. This is like a year ago, and I'm still getting calls nonstop. And this is the biggest issue, is I'm, they're all 951 numbers, which is my area code uh for my phone. So, they're all 951 numbers and I th- 100% positive they spoof your your area code because that's all I get. Apparently all of the major, you know, um all of the major car insurance companies apparently are headquartered in California. So, but I'm pretty sure they just spoof the phone number because they're obviously scam artists. And I have gotten literally every single day. Every single day, I have gotten calls from them. And let me go and count real quick. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so nine in the past week. Nine in the past week. Mental, just absolutely driving me insane. Um, and they keep on doing the same shit. They just like the whole, Oh, hi, you, you wanted an auto quote? Um, yeah, a year ago. Thank you. Thank you so much for your expedient service. Please remove me from whatever God awful list I was put on. And at this point now I'm just quite hostile to them. I just maybe answer a couple of their questions. I don't, they're not like questions. Like they want it. They ask you where you are, if you're still in your location. And, um, I just say no. Like, okay, we can get that updated in the system, Um, you know, because for those of you who don't know, they tend to want you to say yes to something so they can have it as like a, you know, a voice recorded authorization for a a transaction or whatever. So just don't do that. Avoid that. Um, Yeah, so just say no and just be awfully hostile. You know, say go to hell, that kind of thing. Normal Normal telemarketer kind of shit, you know, same way you handle telemarketers. Um should be unbearingly hostile. Um, it's not my fault. They chose their job. Deal with it. <sighs> anyway. So that, this is where we're at. Um, you know, it's currently the 4th. May the 4th be with you all. Um, thought I'd record something. Uh, just a little bit sneak peek. Um, we do have a podcast going on coming this weekend. Uh, so be looking out for that. You'll be able to Listen to that this coming week. Uh, We're doing a 20th episode special. It's going to be a debate topic special. Uh, It should be quite exciting. We are going to be covering maybe some of these topics, maybe all of them, but the topics are are as follows. Should schools do away with homework? We should eliminate student loan debts. There is no justification for the war on terror. Free speech is non-negotiable. Net neutrality should be restored. Bitcoins and other cryptocurrencies should be encouraged or banned. Alternative energy can replace fossil fuels. Now, these are all hypotheticals. Unless the guests bring on whatever other topics they want to, we can exchange some out. But that is what we're working with currently. It should be quite interesting. It should be a normal debate. We should have plenty of... Uh, we should have a full panel. My nom- my normal co-hosts, as well as a couple other people. It should be quite fun. Um, but at the end of the day... This world that we live in is getting crazier and crazier. And uh if there's one thing that you can do, uh it should be to follow us on you know Spotify, Apple, Google. Um also follow us on the Twitters, because the clouds have parted over Twitter. Go ahead and follow us on, follow me at Twitter, actually. You can follow me at BDale Cox as I am your host, or you can follow us you can follow the official Debate Spot. You can follow the the actual Debate Spot page, preferably the actual Debate Spots page, which is at Debate Spot One. So, Debate Spot One. Uh, follow us there so that way you can go ahead and input stuff and input questions that you want for the next podcasts. Um, and that is going to be the receptacle and all the major fun things that are going to be pushed out to our lovely listeners. Uh, so yeah, follow us on the Twitter at DebateSpot1 and get updated as well as participate in future episodes where we take questions as well as user topics. But then again, you know, it's, it's, your, it's your right, you know, freedom of speech, your right to choose to do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, we appreciate every single one of you. Um, And uh, yeah, catch us uh, this coming week for this next podcast. As always, have a good one. Oh, oh,